0: Welcome to the Little MBA podcast. In episode number 10, Jane Lee, who is a managing director of United for Business, joined us. And today we are lucky to have her daughter, Sophia, here. Sophia is in fourth grade and is going to share a bit about her story, her business adventures, and giving back to the community. Sophia, thanks for joining us and welcome to the show. And Jane, welcome back, and thank you for allowing us to interview Sophia.
1: Thank you. My name is Sophia. I'm in fourth grade. I like acting out and my favorite animal is a sloth. My favorite subject in school is social studies. I like learning about people who helped shape the world. I like women's rights activists.
0: That's awesome. Have you and your friends come together to make a difference in your school?
1: One of my friends had a brother who struggled through cancer. He's healthy now, and she wanted to support other kids who had cancer. We wrote the letter to Cal's Angels, which is an organization that helps donate toys to kids who have cancer. We did a fundraiser where everyone donated toys and we put them in the trucks. It was nice to know that we were helping people with cancer. And you guys did posters, school announcements and had a communication program. It's hard to implement such a grassroots
0: effort. How did you figure out what you were supposed to do and how to go about executing that project? It seems like it was a big undertaking.
1: We reached out to Miss Plocker and some other girls helped too. Our principal really liked the idea. So she also helped us. We met every Thursday after school to make it happen. We had lunch every single day together. So we could collect toys. How many toys did you guys end up collecting? Probably over a hundred. It was a small toy drive, but I felt like it made a big impact. And we got a lot of people to donate. People brought bags full of things to put in the baskets, and a lot of them were overfilled. I'm really proud of everyone that worked on the Calvary Angels project, because it's nice to know that we put a smile on people's face. It was cool to watch it as a parent, too, because she really had the idea, and I think, at first... They struggled with how to action the idea
2: and what to do next. They started with a writing campaign where they were going to write letters to different hospitals to see if the hospitals would accept donations. They had an inkling idea, but I think they really struggled with figuring out how to execute. So it was really smart of them to approach the principal, which obviously has more resources and has done this before. The principal is able to structure them, give them chance and keep them organized, which was a great first experience accomplishing something like that. And I would think now you would know more of what to do. And now you guys could organize yourselves better if you had to do something like this again. Do you agree? Yeah.
0: And how are you involved, Jane, as a parent? It was
2: interesting. I try to give Sophia a lot of freedom. She's got a lot of creative ideas. And so when she first approached me about it, it was about a letter writing campaign. To be honest, I doubted this effectiveness as that being the right way to approach it. And I said, Sophia, I think maybe you should approach a charity that already does this versus trying to create your own charity directly through hospitals. And to be honest, Sophia was a little bit frustrated with that feedback. And mm-hmm. she said, well, this is what we're doing and we're doing letters. And so my had to yeah. let her maybe fail a little bit. And I was going to write that letter to the hospital. And I said, hey, let's write it. We'll buy stamp. We'll send it. I want to be prepared to not hear anything back because it's going to be challenging to get a hospital to write back to you and create this opportunity for you. We'll try it and we'll see what happens. I wanted her that opportunity to learn that lesson. And then luckily when they approached the principal, she had the same feedback, the same idea to reach out to an existing charity, leverage their infrastructure. And that's how they ended up executing that idea.
0: Yes. As parents, sometimes it's really hard to see our kids struggle and we want to step in and say, wait, no, we need to do it this other way because maybe we've learned some of those lessons along the way. But it's great that you gave her the freedom, flexibility, and latitude to be able to make some of those decisions as well. Sophia, your parents are doing some really cool things in business. Have you shadowed and seen your parents' offices?
1: When I was five, I went to my dad's office. I was really young. I got distracted by the gummy bear bar, but it was cool. I went to Willis Tower because that's where mom works. And then I went into one of the meeting rooms. And then we did a fake brainstorming session about promoting United. You
2: were asking us to come up with ideas and how to get kids to fly United more. And you were writing down the ideas. (laughs) Who was in that brainstorming session? Me, mom,
0: and Sebastian, my little (laughs) brothers. It sounds like there were some really important people in the room. You have taken an interest in business. Where do you think that
1: came from? Maybe encouragement from my neighbor? I think it came from your desire to have money. (laughs) Yeah. First, I just wanted to make money, honestly. But then I found it was fun running a business and you got to learn things from it. It's really a learning experience, finding out, oh, should we sell it for more? Should we only sell it in the US? Where did that interest in money
0: come from? Was there something you really wanted to buy and you were like, I need the money for this, but my parents won't give it to me. So I need to figure out how I can make my own money.
1: No, I just like saving. Maybe when I'm older, if I want to buy a phone, I can just use some of it to buy a phone. I have money when I need to use it or when I feel like I really want something really bad, I can use it. So like not just spend my money when I get it. Because once I got $100 from my grandma for my birthday... And then I spent it the week after I got it. Then I realized, oh, I should have saved my money, not spent it the day. Because if I saved it, I could have added it to the things I've saved. And then I could have been able to buy something that's more expensive, but better. You mentioned selling items. Tell me more about the items that you are selling. Okay, so I had a retainer. I had a top retainer and now I have a bottom one. And I kept losing it. I'm supposed to put it in my retainer case, but I never, ever remember to bring my retainer case. So one day I'm like, oh, I should make a necklace out of my retainer, put a string through my retainer case and put beads on it. And then I tied it and then I wore it to things where I would probably need to take my retainer off. And then one day I was at a school ice cream social. One of my neighbors was like, oh, my gosh, that's really cool. You should sell it on Etsy. Oh, yeah. We should totally do that. At first, we thought it might not work. But then we actually did it. And then we started getting more orders. And we started having to buy more supplies and the whole thing of finding the balance in the materials and how much money to charge for it. I
0: love that story. What a great idea and a great story behind it. Do you have different ones for different outfits?
1: I had one that's really special to me because it has a bunch of charms and it says drama queen and dream big on it because I like acting and I like to dream big. It really saved me when I went overnight camp because it's really easy to lose things. that I wore it every time we had to go to the mess hall and it's been a lifesaver, honestly, especially when I have school lunch. One time before I had the retainer necklace, I put my retainer on my school lunch tray and I forgot to take it off when I threw away my lunch. And I ended up looking through the trash for it. I found it, but it was pretty disgusting searching through the trash.
0: And <laughs> I've had braces a
1: couple times
0: myself, and I know that this is a really common problem. They're hard to see. And it's really easy to throw in your pocket. Jane, there's certainly this need out there. You're solving a real problem. What was your
2: role in this process? I saw my role as an enabler. I obviously had to sign up on Etsy. And I tried to use it as an example of how you bring something to market, right? We talked about Etsy. We set up the account together. We talked about how we need to take good photos so that is clear what the product is. We tried to use that experience to really walk through every step of the way. We built a PNL together. We talked about our different costs and learning. For example, I made the mistake to configure it to allow international sales one time. It cost us fifteen dollars to ship one of these things, and our margins are way less than fifteen dollars. So. We launched a lot of money on that unit, absorbed that cost as a parent because it was my mistake. We reconfigured and turned off international sale. We try to have a lot of conversation as we make decisions. One of the other things that we discussed, there's a lot of customization. Maybe we need to limit customization. So that we have to keep less inventory on hand. We're using it as an opportunity to have a lot of conversations. For me, the goal is not necessarily for her to make a lot of money doing this, but for her to understand the innovation process, understand what a PL is, understand the decisions that you make and how they impact your profitability. And we're almost profitable. It takes a long time for business yeah. to pay back. I think that was a really big learning for Sophia. She just expected to start banking the entire price of her item. Teaching revenue versus profit has been a big but learning.
1: Then I had to pay mom and dad back for getting all the supplies and the shipping. Then I realized that was a lot of money. And I had to pay back. So
0: your neighbor said, you should sell this on Etsy. How long did it take you
1: to say, okay, let's set up an Etsy store? I said, let's do it. And then it took us maybe a week to actually set up the account. It took us a little bit to get off the ground, but
2: Sophia was very persistent and she made me commit to a particular time to actually sit down and help her. I really feel fortunate about and recognize that she's so privileged to have parents that are able to support her, not just through the time that we're able to give to her and understanding the whole process, but also my husband works in ad sales for Pinterest. And as a benefit, every Pinterest employee gets advertising dollars to spend on Pinterest to promote passion projects. So Trent has set up an advertising profile. On a weekly basis, her shop gets advertising spent on Pinterest. I'm a child of immigrant, so I didn't necessarily have those sorts of connections and help. I feel grateful and hope that Sophia feels lucky that she has that support and a leg up just through her parents'
0: connections and abilities. How cool to not only have your own Etsy shop, but to be able to have ad spend against it as well. And you're certainly solving a real problem, and we're going to help spread the word. So tell
1: us your exy name. So our name is Emerald Retainer Cases, and you had to try multiple different names before we found that name. A lot of the names we tried were taken. It's great. What has most surprised you about starting your business? Well, in the first week that we started our business, I got an order, and I thought that it was Crazy. Because mom said it would probably take months. We got one customer in just a week. It was since I was like really happy and excited at that moment. That's probably one of my happiest moments when I first started the business.
0: Sophia, what I'm really proud to observe is that you have really stuck with it and continued to develop and promote the product. Are there times that you have Jeff wanted to throw in the towel, as they say, and move on to a different product. How did you continue
1: sticking with it? What makes me want to keep going is that there's people who lost their teeners, like me, and who need a product like this. One time, I really wanted to just quit. I kept on trying to tie knots and kept on trying and trying, but the knot would always fall apart when I put it on my neck and the beads would fly everywhere and i was about to give up and eventually we found a video on how to do something called the surgeon's knot and it held together really tightly so now we use it for every single one that we make and sometimes when the going gets tough we buckle
0: down and we say how can we solve this problem in a different way and it sounds like that's exactly what you did and you kept going and looked on youtube and found a better way to do. What do you hope for the future?
1: When I grow up, want to be an entrepreneur, and then hope to keep learning lessons about how to make my business even better. I love that, and you're certainly serving a need for this group. When I
0: was younger, people only needed braces one time, but now so many kids are getting palate expander, and then later going through braces. So many kids actually end up having braces twice. It sounds like it's an even bigger and perhaps growing market. What is your absolute number one favorite thing about running a business and being an entrepreneur?
1: They like making the products and learning about how to make it better, how to do better.
0: Wonderful.
1: And Jane, oh. what advice do you
0: have for other
1: parents that
0: are supporting their kids on this journey as they're launching their first businesses?
2: I think just listen and be there and let your kid lead. I think would be my biggest advice because it wasn't me forcing Sophia to have an Etsy shop. It was her hounding me until we found the right time to do it. Now, as she has had a few more orders and she has had, you know, not play with friends in order to complete her orders and setting the expectation that you've made this commitment, but at the same time, letting them choose. She can walk away from this business Whenever she decides, it's her choice. She's invested a lot of money in the inventory that she won't be able to realize in terms of profit. But as long as she understands those implications, it's her choice to continue this business. We're there to support and enable. Sophia, how has
0: this impacted your brother? Has your brother seen this and said, I want to launch
1: my own business too? He doesn't care about anything but video games on free and like <laughs> He hasn't gotten the entrepreneurial bug yet. Maybe it's
2: because he hasn't seen
1: you buy anything
2: with your earnings. Yeah,
1: he's into getting the money, but I think he still needs to learn how to be patient. How do you want to change the world when you grow up
0: through entrepreneurship and by having your own company?
1: I think I've gone a long way already and I've learned so many lessons. When I'm older, I want to make something that'll help people and people have always needed in their life. Life, but no one has ever invented it. And I want to be able to be in charge of everything and not have someone to tell me, like, oh, you have to do that. You have to do this. I want to try something new. It's great to have the freedom,
0: flexibility, and autonomy to work the way that you aspire to work and to help others and change the world by creating products that really helps people along the way. What advice do you have for other kids that want to launch
1: a business? Don't expect to make money at first. Also, check and see if the products that you get have good ratings and are good for your project. And don't get too serious about your business. Have fun with it. It shouldn't be something that you feel like you're forced to do. It should be something that you do because you want to do it. Starting a business is really hard. If you want to start a business, you need to be ready for all the challenges you're going to face. and. You have to know how to like persevere and keep on going, even though you're going to face obstacles, you need to be able to keep on going.
0: As a fellow entrepreneur, I can absolutely relate to that. So well said and understood. And thanks for sharing
2: that today. You are the first kid that I have interviewed for this podcast. We're looking forward to following the full podcast and hearing other kids' stories. It's exciting that there's something like this launching. Thanks for being on, Sophia. You're fabulous.
0: Subscribe to our podcast and social media channels. And as extra credit, if you feel so inclined, give us a thumbs up or share our episode on social media channels at The Little MBA.